0: Help, I got a Mac, podcast episode number 126. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Help, I got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Spidey. We have ourselves a new intro this week, my friends. (laughs) Hey, we're going to good talk stuff. about uh, all things Mac, Apple-related, iPhones, your problems at the Genius Bar, and all that other good stuff right now. Down to cloud. All right, but before we do that, tell we Chris, tell me, what is this music we're hearing, man?
1: <laughs> it's my old band, Eight Feet.
0: So Chris used to be in the band that those drums, those wicked drums are Chris jamming out. Is that right? Yes. Awesome. Anyway, uh, we we discovered, we we rediscovered Chris last week on uh, the post show of Help, I Got a Mac. And found out that he used to be in this band. Of course, I think I knew this, but for some reason, it just didn't click as something that I should check out for some reason. I went and bought the album last week and absolutely think it's totally awesome. I, I think you need to get like a reunion going together. Here.
1: <laughs> we, we've tried a couple of times. It just hasn't worked out for one reason or another. Generally, it's just because we're too busy with our lives.
0: I imagine due to the post show that you probably saw a couple sales come through. Is that right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I, I um. I don't get the. Uh, well, let me check. Um, I, I don't normally get the accounting information until like a month later. Oh, two. okay. Well, if anybody's but in- while we're while you're talking, I'll log in and see.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I'll tell you what. If if anybody out there is interested in hearing the entire song that's called "Walk on Water," is that right?
1: Yeah. And- uh, some of the guys in the band were in a Christian band, uh-huh. and they got a little disenfranchised with the whole thing, and some of the songs kind of reflect that. And you know, it's uh it was, a, it, was a, it was a crazy album to make. It took a long time and a lot of fighting. And um, yeah, it was. The, you could have made a documentary about that album. Well, that album right. almost broke us, broke us up.
0: Maybe we'll, do, maybe we'll do a behind the scenes uh, episode of GSPN. Whatever happened to Eight Feet? <laughs> All right. But anyway, if anybody's interested in going and purchasing that, uh, I would suggest that you go do it just, just to help support Chris over there and, and, and his music uh, talent. And you could do that just by going over to gspn.tv slash Chris on iTunes. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. gspn.tv slash Chris on iTunes. All right. So let's talk about some Mac stuff. now. Yeah, let's uh, do that. I understand. Uh, now, you have had your iPhone 4 for a couple weeks now. I've had mine for a couple weeks now. Uh, or has it been a couple weeks? Or does it just feel like we have? Uh, it just feels like, yeah. Has it just been a week or has it been two?
1: Uh, I think it's been two now.
0: Okay, so it's been a couple weeks. All right, so we've had this thing. And, you know, of course, the, the big stink in the world about the whole thing is the antenna. If you hold it uh, in, in a way that seemingly is natural, especially for uh, left-handed folks that you might... Such as myself. You might actually cover up the little antenna part at the bottom there and and have a little... Int- whatever attenuation or whatever of the signal. So, so there's all these stories going on about the fact that, you know, the, the signals actually not as good, but 18 or Apple is saying it's better than it's ever been that all phones do this going back and forth. They're saying that it's not necessarily your, I I don't know. They're they're going back and forth. So Apple has released an official statement saying Mm -hmm. that, we have been lying about the number of bars that you've been getting.
1: I don't think they've been lying. We're, we're, we're our, our formula was wrong.
0: Our formula was wrong. Okay, yeah, okay. My I twisted it. I, I I will give you that. So so basically, they're saying, you know, hey, you're seeing this huge drop off on the display because you know the formula we've been using calculates it in such a way that honestly, uh, you weren't really getting as as strong a signal as what was being represented on the screen. And so when you see that big drop off, it's actually not that big of a drop off.
1: Right. I don't know if I like that response, but the, of course <laughs> wonderful. It makes see worry that I'm going to hold my, hold my uh, phone and see, you know, less bars and stuff now.
0: Yeah. I, of course, you know, I, I tried it out. I was able to finally get it to kind of do that. If I held it the, you know, a certain way. Now, I've been told that it's not necessarily the water on your hand and the conducting and stuff like this and and that instead it's it's really it's just the thickness of your hand over top of that or whatever and there's so much water in your hand. Now, I haven't tried this myself, but I was listening to like Mac Break Weekly or This Week in Tech, I can't remember which one two weeks ago or last week, and I on while they were recording the show somebody took a paperclip just a metal paperclip and connected the two antennas and it did the same thing at least reportedly via audio i heard them say that you know doing a paperclip between the two of them so it is it is quote unquote you know based upon that it is it is really the uh it is the short circuiting of those two kind of antennas working together
1: yeah it's kind of a shame i mean uh I don't know. So I I, think, I don't know I don't know how I ultimately feel about it or not. I'm not I'm not gonna like go turn in my phone and get a an Android phone.
0: Well, I, I'm not either. But since we're here, uh, I do have some paper clips and I have high iPhone
1: four. So I have a bumper case on mine. And uh, while you're doing it, uh, last week I talked about um, Rapsol. They make those film overlay kits, and I told you that I had a bad experience with the ones that I had. Well, they just they overnighted me some uh, and I got them yesterday Well, they overnight me one kit and uh, I put it on and it's actually a lot better. Uh, it's a night and day difference. Uh, it's been on my phone now for almost 24 hours and it's actually all the bubbles or air bubbles are gone. And, um, it doesn't fit per, you know, the the bumper case kind of pushes up against it a little bit and it, sometimes it comes up a little But All in all, I like it. I don't know if I'm going to keep it on here or not, but, um, I do feel a little like my phone's a little bit more protected now. Yeah. So.
0: And that's just the screen overlay, right? Yeah, on the front and back. Yeah. Well, I I tell you um when it comes to by the way, I'm holding a paperclip and connecting, you know, the on the left-hand side of the phone, connecting the the top portion to the bottom portion and it is doing nothing to my signal at all. So, I don't know what the twit network was trying over there, but um that it is definitely not just because of a short circuit. All right. Yeah. So anyway, Apple says they're going to recalculate their they're going to reprogram uh, their formula for displaying the number of bars. And so uh, it's going to more accurately represent your true signal strength rather than always giving you that nice, solid feeling of, of <laughs> a good number of bars. You know, here here's how you fix it. Here's how you fix it. You just don't show it. You know, seriously, just don't show bars. Just just take them away. And yeah, exactly. it's like, you know, just just put, you know, just put green, you know, just put a green little dot up there. It says, hey, you have a signal. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And, and and red equals no signal. But um, so I don't know. Uh, that's just my thought. But what do I know? There, There's there's no. I haven't had any dropped calls as a result of of holding my phone any one way or the other. But then again, just like most, and, and this is weird because I've heard this mention, this phrase um, uh, several times, but it, it's true for me, but most iPhone users probably don't use their phone a whole lot for a phone.
1: Yeah. I don't use mine that often for a phone.
0: Yeah. It, it's like, we're so connected with, you know, Twitter and, and email and SMS or whatever the case may be. you know, instant messaging that that really making a phone call is 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 probably one of the, the the phone app is the least used application on my phone right next to the stock
1: checker thing. Yeah. So Yeah, I mine doesn't mine doesn't get used that often either. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so so AT&T makes this um I I don't know what I think about it, but I will say that I my my iPhone 4 Chris had its first little tumble.
1: Uh-oh. Tell me more.
0: Well, we, my wife and I went to go see a movie down at Newport-on-the-Levee. We went to a press screening of uh, one of the movies. I can't remember which one it was right now, but um, we went down to see this movie, and on the way down, I had set the the phone in between my legs as I was driving, kind of just set it down in my lap because I needed to turn or whatever, and um, I just left it there for whatever reason, and then when I went to get out of the car, I, of course, scooped my legs to the left, got out of the car, and pushed my iPhone onto the ground. And I think I mentioned this last week that there was just a couple few little you know, scrap scrapes on the back of it. I mean, they're very minor. Uh, they could probably be buffed out, but they are scrapes. I mean, if you hold it up to the sunlight, you can see little tiny scrapes. I'm so thankful that it did not happen on my camera lens. And ever since I saw that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I you know the the chances of me doing this again are pretty high because you know I've I've done this several times in the past with my other phones. And so uh yeah I, the the chances of me ha- having this happen again and with that flat back I'm really concerned about having uh, a scratched camera lens because in my in my opinion the the greatest feature of this phone is its video camera and photo camera. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm really, uh, really want to make sure that I'm protecting that lens. So I went to the Apple Store and I decided I'm going to buy a bumper case. And uh, they have none, of course. <laughs> They're hard to get. I, I have no idea why it's so hard to stock a piece of rubber. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, come on. Uh, but anyway, they they didn't have any at the Apple Store. I they as far as the Kenwood Apple Store. Had hardly any selection of all at all of iPhone yeah. four cases.
1: Yeah, I was there on uh, there was that uh, Sunday, and yeah, they have nothing. I
0: it, it I I want to say that it's downright ridiculous. I mean the the lack of stock, and and this was a concern of mine when they went to this floor plan at the Apple Store a long time ago. I mean, you go if you I mean, it used to be, they'd have shelving shelves of accessories and software and of Mm -hmm. course i understand that most software is going to digital download blah 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 yeah but the accessories were cool to look at and and stuff and now of course you've got more and more products i mean you've got you've got different cases for the ipod you know the ipod ipod you know whatever generation then you've got the iphone you've got the iphone 3g and 3gs generation now you get the iphone 4 i mean and and the you've got you're expanding the product line. The amount of accessories that are available are now being duplicated among them. And you go and, and the actual space, the shelving space for accessories, is not expanding. And you go and you see these awesome cases, but they're for iPod touches. Yeah, and so it's it, it to be honest with you, a little frustrating. So um you know zero for two uh is the apple store in kenwood for, in my
1: opinion so far uh which is kind of frustrating uh yeah did, two, now two disappointing you, trips was it you or someone that said they even they bought an incipio feather case or something or is that someone else not me okay, okay. yeah but, yeah and i know best Buy's got some cases now yeah well, I, I don't think they have any bumper cases but i know they got some cases yep
0: so i went to best buy looking for the uh, the all elusive uh bumper case. And yes, no, uh, no, absolutely not. They have zero. And of course, the cases that they did have for the iPhone, uh, again, ugly as all get out. Um, So I went several more days. And finally, I was down in uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, uh, down in the Smoky Mountains and found an Apple store there. Actually, I think it was Sevierville. Anyway, walked into the Apple store on uh, this Monday and walked in. They had a, let me see what this is called. It is called an iFrogs, I-F-R-O-G-Z case. Mm -hmm. It's one of the slider cases. So you put the top on and then slide on the bottom part, which, by the way, I really love those kind of cases. And um, all they had was they had a, a metallic purple looking one and they had a metallic hot pink one and then they had one that was a very girlish plaid you know whatever design and at this point i'm very i'm very concerned about protecting my phone and so i walk out of the store with a very um very 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 purple iphone <laughs> case <clears throat> so there you go so now i'm walking around i have a, i have a, a a purple iphone 4
1: that's beautiful ah
0: so there you go (laughs) all right so that's 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 my 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 apple story of the week okay all right so what's what's the next thing uh could resetting the network setting fix some issues what's this
1: yeah uh in your in your settings uh under iphone settings under general there's a reset software switch towards the bottom and people are saying and this is anecdotal of course. Uh, that some people have been able to improve the reception, or at least they were getting more bars, which is probably the formula, uh, by resetting their network settings. Uh, it also appears now that people are using the same techni- technique to fix the sometimes buggy proximity sensor uh, issue that we talked about last week where it doesn't turn off all the way. If you hold your face up to it, you can accidentally, you know put a call on hold or, or, or mute someone or dial some numbers, which has happened to me before. The the proximity sensor on the phone, which is supposed to turn the screen off when you put it on your head, uh, seems really sensitive. And it's coming on when you just move your head away a little bit from the screen. Yep. And uh, they're saying that this this may fix it. Um, I haven't had a chance to try it yet. What it does when you do this, so it resets all your network passwords and stuff, so you have to re-input like, your Wi-Fi and stuff. So I just haven't had a chance to do that yet. But... I don't know. Your mileage may vary. It doesn't really hurt to try it.
0: I haven't tried that either. Uh, I have noticed that I, you know, I, of course I never had a problem with my proximity router, mostly because I don't make a lot of phone calls with my phone. And number mm-hmm. two, I, I've known to <laughs> keep my, you know, keep it up to my ear instead of pulling it away because I've heard about this issue, but I, I've played with it, you know, and and I've noticed that if I look off to my peripheral vision, that if I pull it away just a little bit, that yes, indeed, it does bring the display back, which means that the touch display uh, would be activated if, like for example, my ear or my cheek was to hit something. Right, uh, right, right. So, so that is frustrating. I'm, I'm, a, I would imagine that that's something they could fix in software, mm-hmm. and that probably they've got enough re, um, uh, complaints about that that they will probably fix that in a firmware update coming soon.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, all the stuff that is being addressed right now will be fixed.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm looking at the chat room here. Now that I've I've stopped talking for a few minutes, imagine that. Uh, and Chef uh, McB actually says, uh, "Order a bumper case online, and it takes seven to ten days delivery, and it's four dollars to ship. So, if 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 your guys are hard up to get a bumper case." Uh, then, then that could be an option for you. To be honest with you, I really like this iFrog's uh, slider case, and if I would have been able to have the option to get it in like the deep blue, I would have definitely done that instead. But uh, to be honest, I mean the, the the deep purple is not that bad. And deep purple, it nice. Is, it's deep, exactly. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I'm I'm just gonna live with it for now. Uh, the one good thing is is what I like about having the slider case over the bumper case is I, I like that the entire back of the phone is really protected mm-hmm. and I I feel like it just gives me a lot more protection and it, and it's not it doesn't really add a lot of bulk to the phone so really yeah. happy with my
1: case cool uh I'll just keep rocking my bumper case and those the the screen protectors for now uh the screen protectors are rather thick uh, which I guess gives it more protection but it, it makes the bumper case fit kind of weird so Right. We'll see. Now I'm waiting for, for power supply to come out with their crystal set, which was really, really good on the iPhone, the older iPhone. Right
0: now it looks to me like um, somebody in the chat room might've asked a question earlier. I can't, of course I don't see it here, but somebody says, thanks. Shouldn't have to unplug and replug the router. Every time it happens, I just can't find it. I can't find the question there. So, in the chat room, if you could restate the question, we'll we'll talk about it. Although it does look like uh, Stephen answered it that he bought an Apple router, router, and it fixed it. And this is the, me, let me just assume what the question might be is that you know you have you went out and bought some Apple products such as an iPhone, and now all of a sudden you bring your MacBook or your your iPhone home and start connecting it to your Linksys router, or your Netgear router, and then all of a sudden. Uh, all of your PC no, non Apple related products are are getting booted off the network, and if that's the if that's a problem, it's a problem that I had, and I worked on literally for like I think probably about two months. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. Finally, I just gave up and I said, you know what, I'm going to go get an Apple Extreme. Uh, is that what it's called? Airport Extreme.
1: Airport Extreme, yeah.
0: Yeah, I went out and got an Apple Airport Extreme router, and have not had a single. Problem since, and that's with well, of course. There's oh my gosh, there is no PC running in my home right now. There's no Windows based system running in my home. <laughs> that just occurred to me. I mean, not even one, on, you know, on. Uh, so anyway, if you're having if you if you've purchased some Apple products and your linksys or other non Apple related hardware. Uh, continues to drop your connection. You have to go reset it all the time. I will tell you that getting an Apple Airport Extreme solved it for me. Uh, and Chris, it, it's, I would normally say go and check out the uh, Airport Apple or Airport Express, which is what Chris has. But Chris, you've been having a problem the last two weeks that we've done Help I Got a Mac where the signal dropped on you and you had to go reset it.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know what's wrong with it. Um, they don't have a... Uh a firmware update for it or anything like that. I think yeah. it could just be going bad. So yeah.
0: you've had it for a couple of years and it's never done that to you before this.
1: Uh it every once in a while it will. Oh really? uh, and then it won't happen for a long time.
0: Yeah. Well I'll tell you what, go get the air go get the Apple Airport Extreme base station. Um and and I will tell you that I have installed it here. My parents had the same problem uh, when they bought their first MacBook, uh, and I brought, I got them to get a airport extreme, solve their problem. It's not, it's not the cheapest router in the world when you compare it to, you know, something like a $70 net gear or something like that. But, um, it's worth not having to go reset things over and over again. And, uh, anyway, hope that helps. All right. So iTunes fraud, do I really need to be worried?
1: Uh, No, no, no. They've actually fixed it already. Um, uh, What happened this weekend is uh, fraud in the iTunes systems, namely a rogue developer, had somehow managed to snag 42 of the top 50 sales positions in Apple's book category with seemingly bogus content. Uh, It also looked that there's some correlation between those suspicious sales and a word of an increase in iTunes account fraud, which Apple been mum on the subject over the holiday weekend. Uh, The folks say that the developer in question, a gentleman named I am trying to pronounce it have been chucked out of the store altogether. They don't explicitly say that fraud occurred, but they suggest you check your bank and kill your card if your info is stolen. Uh, And they're saying, from what I've been reading, uh, roughly 400 iTunes users were hit, which is a pretty small percentage of the 150 million uh, people that Apple serves daily. So uh, what I did, I just went and changed my password, which you probably should do if you haven't done it in a long, long time anyway.
0: Hmm. There you That's go. It. So change your iTunes password, which, believe it or not, I just changed because I had a little in-house fraud. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. My my kids all have our hand-me-down iPhones now. And Uh-oh,
1: they must have bought something.
0: No, they didn't buy anything, but, man, they they sure are getting in there, and, and, and my daughter happened to know... The password uh megan knew the password no of course you know credit to her she she never used it and stuff like that but sh- my son was begging my sister for the password so that he could go download free apps and oh. even though he's not supposed to even be browsing the store without our permission um you know and stuff like that so f- finally i just figured you know what i'm going to take the pressure off of megan and i'm going to change the password so right right and I said, now Megan doesn't know the password. So leave her alone. <laughs> All right. Uh, Flash comes to the iPad, sort of. What's this?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a hacker out there who, he did the spirit jailbreak for the iPhone okay, and iPad uh, by a guy named Comde- Com- Comics, and um, it's called Frash, <laughs> It doesn't do video playback yet, but you can definitely play Flash games and other animations, uh, things like uh, you know Homestar Runner and stuff like that. Uh, video support's forthcoming. Uh, but you have to have your, your iPad you know jailbroken. But what, it, what, they, what, it, what they did, this is really, really cool. What they did is they took ten, Flash 10.1 for Android, which is based off UNI, Linux, which is based off Unix, which Mac OS ten is based off, and basically ported it to uh, the iPad. and from what i've been told it's running really really good uh there's step by step out there on the internet if you want to look and see how to do it um yeah uh you know there's always a risk that you may blow up your your device but they're also going to work on it for the iphone 4 and ios 4 but uh yeah man if you if you if you want to risk it you can get flash on your phone
0: is it that important I mean, no. seriously. No. Um, what, I just heard that uh, YouTube just changed their mobile site or is just, re, you know, they're actually uh, rolling it out now and uh, such a way that their mobile site is now going to do HTML5. Oh, that's cool. And from what I understand, this will render their applications on the iPad and... Uh, iPhone as kind of just duplicating existing functionality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it, you'll be able to just get the same or similar experience right from Safari on the browser.
1: So yeah, so yeah, that, that's cool. Oh, speaking of YouTube, um, I, uh, I I played with the camera and shot some video, and then I edited it with iMovie on the phone, and I uploaded it to iTunes it was, or uh, YouTube. It was actually a really painless. Um, uh, ordeal That wasn't even an ordeal that's the wrong word it just was easy
0: it, what did you update
1: i upload i made a little video uh from this weekend and uploaded it up to youtube
0: oh yeah yeah matter of fact it is it is actually pretty painless uh i've it, been uh,
1: it really kicks down the quality though which is kind of unfortunate
0: yeah uh, but if you use the rear facing it it actually does i mean youtube anytime you go in and upload one of the hd videos Mm-hmm. You, you have to give it some time and um, it will it will eventually come back the, yeah. the the quality will come back it just has to take some time to process it gotcha alright I apologize I have uh, had lost my video and I was just resetting it alright so anyway um, what was that so yeah but I forget what I am saying but yeah ok YouTube video got it ok I'm back (laughs) and
1: he's back.
0: But yeah, the YouTube video, uh, when you upload a video, give it like 20 minutes and then go see it and you'll see a better version of the video. Gotcha. And uh, it but it doesn't allow you from the camera to upload 720p. But somebody told me about a program which I downloaded and I have not really played with yet, but I'll tell you about it. It is called Pixel Pipe. Pixel Pipe. Pixel Pipe, okay. Yeah, if you if you download Pixel Pipe, it allows you to upload 720p videos from your phone to YouTube.
1: Oh, cool. Okay,
0: so there you go. Pixel Pipe. sounds good.
1: Pixel Pipe, okay.
0: Alrighty. Cool. So let's see here. We do have some uh, listener feedback this week. Is is that where we're at now in the show? We we are very cool. All right, and let's move on. I think we're gonna take our first call from Wayne. Wayne, take it away.
2: Hey, Chris. Hey, Cliff. This is Wayne Henderson from MediaVoiceOvers.com, Southern California. Hey, just got my iPad 3G. Very geeked up to get uh, full usage out of this. You know, I've purchased and downloaded uh, Goodreader, uh, 1Password, Dropbox, and a bunch of the other stuff that uh, I've heard you guys and others at gspn.tv recommend, and I'm ready to kind of activate them and get the whole process underway. Anyway... I've I've heard some rumblings, maybe on some other podcasts, uh or on Twitter, about possibly using Dropbox and OnePassword, not only on my iPad and my iMac, but also having one password and Dropbox work with each other. And I'm wondering if you know about that and if you can kinda explain how's that possible, what's the benefit and uh other good stuff. That's what I'm wondering today.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks guys. Bike. That's all you, man. Uh, you, do well, that, you do that kind of stuff. I don't.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I've never been a one password <laughs> user, so I'm kind of clueless, Wayne. Unfortunately, I'm not familiar with uh, using that program at all. Um, yeah, me either. I know that it's a very popular program, and a ton of people love it. I know that as a consultant, uh, those programs are a complete frustration to me because so many people are paying me 150 bucks an hour, and when they're trying to give me their passwords to their FTP services and their, you know, GoDaddy accounts or their Bluehost accounts and all this other stuff. They don't have a clue what their password is, and 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 it, and it takes them forever to to look it up. Um, but but of course that could be the fact that these folks are maybe not knowing where to look and, and find that stuff. But I know I know that you know re, even myself using Firefox to quote unquote remember a lot of passwords that I find myself forgetting them. Yeah, me too. But I know that a lot of people love 1Password and that it's a great program for those folks. I've never heard anybody really complain about it. And so I would suggest um, what we could do here is ask anybody out there. And I know for a fact, um, I know at least five people off the top of my head that listen to this podcast um, that use 1Password. Now, uh, and, and Patrick's in the chat room and he says, I use one password and love it. So what I'd like to know is if there are any listeners out there, um, who are using one password and Dropbox and are using them interconnectedly in such a way that it allows you to maybe keep your, your password synced. Uh, and I would assume that that would be the benefit of using the two together is that you would actually put your settings in Dropbox and the application would read the settings with your stored passwords from Dropbox.
1: And yeah, that's that, what I'm thinking, too.
0: That that sounds to me like it would work. But if anybody has any um, thoughts on how that works or the functionality, please give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. All right, Chris, we're going to turn to Dave, who who obviously had such an experience at the... Apple Store that he had a hard time getting it all in. The first call that he left was just like five minutes in length and uh, I think it cut off on him. And uh, he called back a second time. Luckily, he got it down to about four minutes, 22 seconds. I think we're going to go ahead and play the whole call, although I've not previewed this thing. But uh, let's hear what Dave has to say.
3: Okay. Hey Cliff and Chris, this is uh, this is Dave Starlock from Ohio. Um, calling back, uh, the first message that I left was all botched up. I don't think I got the point across But this is uh, feedback for the uh, Help I Got a Mac show. (laughs) And I just wanted to, uh, I guess, question. The point that I was trying to drive home in the first email or the first uh, call was I I had an Apple Genius Bar appointment lately on my my 13-inch MacBook Pro laptop. And um, the reason was because uh, Snow Leopard was not installing properly. So uh, I called the technical support line and got a, a second set of uh, recovery media sent straight from Apple Care, and it came about five days later. And reloaded it on multiple hard drives um, internally. So I have a couple of 500 gig disks laying around, and then the 250 gigabyte that came with the MacBook Pro. The concern necessarily isn't isn't that uh, deep, uh, uh Apple's quality control with the disk so much as it is the way that the genius troubleshot the problem. When I laid it out for them and told them that I had tried the recovery media that came with the laptop and the recovery media that was mailed to me in the mail uh, on on three different hard drives, including their very own, um, it gets about 30 minutes left and it just dies. The install fails. And uh, it's worth noting that while I was there, um, I was able to reproduce this issue with them. Um, they troubleshot it as a hard drive-only basically issue, and, and pulled it out of my machine and mounted it on another, on another system. And they went as far as installing Snow Leopard on my Mac on my MacBook with, or MacBook Pro, with an external hard drive, bypassing the superdrive altogether and the media altogether. So the very problem that I took to them to fix, they basically just sidestepped the issue that I was telling them that the media is bad and possibly that the super drive might be bad and basically just loaded up off an external hard disk an image of Snow Leopard and basically was going to send me on my way. Hmm. So at one point they asked, what would actually make you happy? Because I was kind of upset and frustrated. And I said, uh, you know, uh, I want a working computer. I don't think that's, you know, too much to ask to get a to get a computer that works. And they said, it does work. And they were adamant that their fix was, you know, good. And I said, but what if my hard drive fails? Or what if I need to put, you know, use the CD-ROM for anything else? So they put a movie in the CD-ROM to make sure it worked and all that, which, we, you know, we all know that it's possible to play uh, something in a CD player, but maybe it doesn't install correctly. Um So they really did. They just danced around the real problem. Band aid fixed it, and expected me to be okay with that. Um, And I guess I'm a little bit, um, you know, I'm not sure what to think of my Apple service experience. I haven't bought AppleCare yet on the product. Uh, Not sure now that I will. That's what I'm going to get. And you know, this comes on the heels of uh, Cliff's most recent um, video uh, put out there that that uh, you and your wife went up to to get some dust on a, on a 3GS underneath the glass fixed and uh, ended up getting a lecture from one of the geniuses at the bar. So I'm just a little bit curious, as, uh, and I'm not trying to sensationalize on this either. I'm just being realistic. I've got a laptop computer that they pushed me out the door uh, and not, it didn't really even um, address the issue. Uh, what, was, uh, what was decided was I was given a retail Leopard disk, by the way, as the fix. And, and and hustled out the door. They said that I could I could install it, that somebody would be there to, to help monitor my installation. But they were basically, uh, you know, uh, separating themselves from the problem and, in my mind, didn't even troubleshoot the problem at hand. They basically just sidestepped it. Anyway, what are your guys' thoughts? I love the show, um, and you can get rid of the first uh, call, and I, I botched it all up. I don't think I got the point across.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye.
0: All right, Dave. Um, wow. His number one.
1: <laughs> where's, where's he
0: located? He's in the Cincinnati area.
1: Okay. Don't go to the Apple store anymore. All right. I mean, go to the Apple store, but don't... Like, if you need to get your computer fixed, there's much better Apple service centers in Cincinnati than the Apple store.
0: Okay. Where's... Like, for example, where?
1: <clears throat> I use uh, Computer DNA. Oh, okay. And they are at ComputerDNA.com, I believe. And the guys that work there that fix the computers are... Two of the guys, Paul, and then uh, Tim, who's head of service. Uh, both of those guys uh, opened the Apple Store in Kenwood at, at the Genius Bar, and are the best Mac technicians in in, in the city, hands down. Well, there you go, Dave.
0: Take t- take that, take it, and and use that information. I, you know, the thing is, is I I still believe that if you if you think about. Dave's experience and obviously very frustrating and and you're right. I mean, I, it comes right on the back of Stephanie and I having uh, not so great experience at the genius bar ourselves. Um, overall, I must say that, you know, if we, we put this in perspective of what kind of uh, experience we would get with, let's say support that's offered by, you know, Dell or, or HP or, you know, anybody over at Microsoft, obviously I think we get a better experience um, with the fact that we do have a place we can go to, um, you know, and, and I, I totally agree that it seemingly they they just denied the the existence of a potential issue with your super drive. And it sounds to me like that could be an issue. Mm. Um, and, 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 and sounds to me like they, you know, like you said, they, they kind of just jumped around it by doing some different things to to avoid having to 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 reduplicate that again um with new media you know with a new uh disc in your own drive so so what i think i would have done there i think i would have gotten a a a manager involved at that point um and i would have just demanded that they replaced a replaced the drive uh that personally i wouldn't have left the store until they had uh, agreed to replace the drive
1: yeah I, i i would just say from now on go to if you're in cincinnati go to for for all your warranty work Go to Computer DNA. Yeah, um, it, it, they're they're an authorized service and support center. Uh, so if you get Apple Care, they can take care of you, and you know that it's just like taking it to the Genius Bar. Except normally for, for things, they have to check it in, and then it's going to be there for a day or two. But they're really really fast at, at at getting your part in and getting it installed and back in your hands. Yeah, and the, I can't say I can't say any any more nice things about the guys there. They've right. taken care of me a couple times.
0: Yeah and the, and the one other thing that I will say is that you know the, it, it, they they did get your your leopard installed which obviously you know we we agreed that they went about doing it and potentially uh, avoiding uncovering a real issue. Uh, I would number one suggest yes get Apple Care. Uh, on a on a I have never purchased Apple Care yet on any of my iPhones. I <clears> uh, <throat> have not purchased it yet on the iPad, but every computer that I bought from them uh, any you know anything over a thousand dollars that I've bought from them? Absolutely, I believe in getting Apple Care, um, and and just keep an eye on it. I mean, you know, when you are going to install something, if you run into a similar issue, as soon as that similar issue comes up, you, you go in and say, okay, this you know this issue has happened again in a different area, and and this is something that you know. As a matter of fact, document everything. Document the name of the person that you talk to the date, the, you know, the, the close, you know, obviously, whatever, document everything. And so that you can actually say, you know, Hey, I went into the store. You can see on my thing where I actually went in and they did a bunch of work and, and got this upgraded. But now I'm having a problem trying to install this software. And I really believe I have a problem with my super drive and I can assure you, uh, I feel like I can assure you that they'll take care of you, um, and, and get that taken care of, especially if you use, uh, what Chris is saying there with computer DNA.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah and just let them know that you you know me uh, and uh, like i said i i I've, I've worked with these guys, and actually uh the service manager Tim is single handedly the person who introduced me and got me into being a macintosh user so very cool it's all it's all his fault
0: righty well, <laughs> Dave, I hope that helps you, and uh you know i I don't mind playing feedback by, like that because you know in the event. In the event that Apple does something that isn't great, we're—I'm not of the opinion that Apple is flawless. Oh no, me either. And i, I don't want people to go in and say, you know what, I'm going to buy a Mac computer and I will never ever have another computer issue ever again. And you know what, I'm—I'm I'm buying this Apple Care because Cliff and Chris says that Apple is absolutely hands down perfect, and you'll never have an issue with their support right exactly so instead we're saying that Apple you know the folks that work over there are human they make mistakes they do some things that you know aren't always up to what we want them to do but in the end I still believe that Apple care Apple support Apple computers are far superior and I still highly recommend that you make the switch today and buy yourself a Mac
1: I love it, man. You are so, it, it, it. your attitude on all that is so different than it was three years ago. No doubt. All right. Anything else,
0: Chris? <laughs> That's it, brother. All right. Everybody, you can follow Chris over there on Twitter at at biting, B-E-I-T-I-N-G. You can follow me <laughs> over at gspn.tv or, or actually it's twitter.com slash gspn. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Oh, and by the way, go out, buy the CD. It's gspn.tv slash Chris on iTunes.